Hi everyone and welcome to the Knitters International YouTube channel. Today we're going to be talking about the Winter Tides Cowl. Hi everyone, this is Janice at Knitters International and today we are going to show you our Winter Tides Cowl on YouTube because we've been showing this uh, on Instagram and on Ravelry. And so I guess we'll just get right into it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what I wanted to show you about the Winter Tides cowl is this is a very heavy cowl and you are going to need about probably six skeins of yarn total. Right. Right, okay. So right in here, this is all stockinette that you see here. It is worsted wool in the denim color blue and all the little variegated colors that you see that look like we tried to make it look like <laughs> the water and the white caps and, and all the different colors on the water. Um, this is a fingering weight yarn. It's just a sock weight. It's wool and nylon. And then the white up here that you see is all squishy, heavenly, cozy <laughs> merino, my favorite. And then here, this is something that uh, is so beautiful. Uh, it is by Sazia. It's called Lola. And unfortunately, no matter how gorgeous it is, you probably can't find it anywhere anymore. But what you can find, and, and so we want to talk about this, um, what you can find is that Sazia, if you want the sequined yarn, you see all the little sequins dotted throughout that look like the moonlight or sunlight glittering on the, on the waves, um, you'll be able to find this yarn uh, with Sazia, but it's called Bluebell. And so I've got some <laughs> Sazia Lola here, <laughs> what I have left, I even have a whole skein left. And uh, this one was in pale blue. It is so coastal. It's got gray, white, all the pretty silver sequins. And I don't know if I have this in the camera, mm -hmm. but there you go. Sazia, it's an Italian yarn. And uh, mm -hmm. there you go. Is that good? Okay. Yeah. And it's by Lola. And don't mind my nails today. They are not done. They're <laughs> slathered in coconut oil, and which is so good for you. So I needed a day off from Yes. <laughs> All the <laughs> polish and pampering and everything, and I decided to pamper another way. <laughs> and so people, you know, really funny, but when you do videos, people ask things like that. Mm -hmm. And this is for our dear friend Nina, because she <laughs> 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 I always say, oh no, my nails aren't done, and so she'll show me her nails, which I love so much, and we love her so much. So, okay, I want to say a real quick shout out to a dear friend, to our dear Gabby. Yes. Gabby, we're really <laughs> doing this video for you, but for everyone, mm -hmm. because Gabby did buy our pattern. And if y'all go to her account on Instagram, um, we'll give that to you. She um, has made the cowl. She bought the pattern. She made the cowl. She's from Germany. And we have ha been having the best time with her for, well, for a long time now, yeah. quite a few months. <laughs> And um, we enjoy her friendship and all of you out there in Germany, but all over the world. We have been really enjoying everyone's friendship at Knitters International. But I wanted to go over this because she successfully made a beautiful cowl. And um, I just want to go over it so that everyone will see 
our video. And uh, if you've seen other videos out there on YouTube, those are not ours and it will not ever uh, help you create this cowl. Mm -hmm. And so we decided it's past time for us to get busy making our own. And that's why we're doing this today. So everything that we have put on Instagram, Ravelry, and our website at knittersinternational.com, everything, every blog, every pattern, um, we will be doing a video for that so that you can uh, get some of your questions answered here possibly. And if not, there is free pattern support on Tuesdays and Thursdays, right? Okay. Right. So the main thing I wanted to show you is you're going to need two skeins of the denim color or whatever color you choose. This might be called the Winter Tides Cowl. We did a blog on it. It's um, beautiful, all about our coastal living, our coastal area. But if you want to do it in another color and you just like the look and I mean, it does really, it really doesn't matter. It does not matter. It matters no, only beautiful. what you like. Mm -hmm. And so you can call it anything you want to if, you know, it, but this is um, what we wanted to depict. So you're going to need two skeins of worsted uh, denim and you're going to need one skein of the fingering, two skeins of uh, our merino, just, um, this is undyed, correct? Right, that's just natural. Right. And so I want you to go get the pattern and read it, of course, but I just wanna give you a heads up if you've got some questions or if you've bought the pattern and you wanna take a look at this, um, this will help you out to know mm -hmm. that you're going, this is what you're going to need to make this. I'm going to zoom in here a little bit to okay. get a little more up close detail on the, okay. on and, the uh, denim look there. Right. And also mm -hmm. here on the Sazia, if you go with the bluebell instead of, cause you can't find Lola. Uh, unfortunately they did discontinue it. And I know I say that all the time, but people are really, uh, frustrated and upset about it because what happened <laughs> <Yeah>. is <laughs> in in our photo shoot you wore your hat that matches the cowl yes and everybody was oh the hat because it's a hundred percent Sazia Lola in all the colors mm -hmm. and we can't uh, make the pattern for it because you can't get the colors anymore I made that hat I actually made one for each of us back in 2021 so when you look at our Instagram account when you look at the pattern when you look at our website you are going to see that daughter is wearing her hat I wasn't wearing mine um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway that hat was a hundred percent Sazia Lola and at the time that we were um, that I was making those I don't even think you had knitters you hadn't started knitters international no. and that was, a, that was a couple of years prior right and so we um, I just made my own hats. There was no pattern and I didn't see any need to write a pattern. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, um, even if I had written the pattern, unfortunately, because you can't get the yarn anymore, it would be obsolete. It wouldn't matter. Right. You would have to find another worsted, semi-worsted weight mm -hmm. and uh, you'd have to find something else to work with. So um, with that said, First of all, there is no hat pattern. And as all of you know, I don't work from patterns. But daughter wanted to put, you know, <laughs> you were so yes. sweet. She wanted to put all my work into patterns. <laughs> so the next thing is um, 
you know, there is no pattern for that. There is no yarn for that. And those are two, uh, uh, uh two of a kind hats right there. <laughs> they are. But I know a lot of people, and I've seen the pictures of it. A lot of people loved the yarn. They bought it and they made scarves, hats, whatever. Mm -hmm. I made, um, also some other cowls, but they don't, there's just no sense to even really show them because you're not going to be able to make them in this yarn. So with that said, if you buy Sazia Italian yarn in their Bluebell, it mm -hmm. is more of a fingering weight, lace weight. I have not held it. It's beautiful. It has the sequins throughout. So what my thought is, is if you are going to do the crochet part with the fingering mm -hmm. weight yarn that is being offered by Sazia with the sequins. These sequins I did not sew on. They are in the yarn on their own strand of nylon or whatever they put them on. Uh -huh. And um, I think it says so on the label. So what's going to happen here is if you buy their Bluebell in a fingering lace weight yarn, it's obviously not going to be as thick as the worsted and mm -hmm. you will have to figure out how much you need. Do I want to crochet with that and how many rows will I need? This is two rows of crochet. So you will need possibly in a, to make it up with a lace fingering weight yarn mm -hmm. to get that line of um, sequins in there, you would need probably three to four rows and I don't know how many skeins, but you won't even need a skein, I'm sure. Right, yeah. Right? And so those are a couple of details that um, I know that you went over in the pattern. Yes. <laughs> um, you don't have to put a sequined yarn here. Mm -hmm. um, I know that Gabby used a beautiful yarn here and she also used something different than the merino that would be really soft against her neck and her face and and this is the lining. The blue is the shell. So when you read your pattern, we are calling the blue outer area the shell because it is the shell. And then the lining here is all, I'll show you down inside. The lining is, goes all the way down. It's nice and thick. And uh, so there's the lining. Um, and it's so cozy. Nah. It really is. <laughs> well, when we were out there for the photo shoot, it got really windy. We're down by the mm -hmm. water. And she said, not a bit of wind or cold is <laughs> no. getting through. And she looked like she was toasty, cozy, curl, you know, curled up in a blanket. Um, so that's what the lining looks like all the way down. But back to this. Um, I know that um, I used full two full skeins here and a skein of fingering. This was the two full skeins of merino that we had bought and all the details for the yardage um, and my voice is going funny here sorry <laughs> um, all of the details are in the pattern on Ravelry at Knitters International mm -hmm. okay and so we tend to really try to make things that depict nature and beautiful things that we love looking at um, when we can't have all the pretty uh, things uh, blooming on the farm, all the flowers and all the, <laughs> you know, and yeah. the seas get stormy and everything isn't sunny and, and happy all the time. Um, we try to tend to depict that in our yarn, in our yarn choices, in our knits, so that, you know, we're reminded of those beautiful, sunny, happy days and we stay warm and cozy. And that's what this really was meant for. Mm -hmm. This um, cowl, we made 
We started it back in August of 2023. This is January 2024. Uh -huh. right. And we made, I made a whole ton of cowls, and each one were for a different season. Mm -hmm. This one pr happens to be our thickest, right, heaviest, mm -hmm. for the coldest mm -hmm. moments. Yes. Okay? <laughs> and so I want to um, also explain this seam. You'll have to get the pattern to uh, know how to do this particular seam. But what this will do for you is once you have given yourself, um, you've topped off your cowl in that beautiful uh, creamy undyed color. I mean, you could really do whatever you want. That's the wonderful thing about knitting. You get to yeah. choose whatever colors, whatever yarn. But I would really recommend that this be really super soft. But this has a beautiful seam here, and we teach you how to do it. Simplest thing ever, but the instructions are in the pattern. And then you go on knitting the lining, tuck it down in. But what this does for you is it not only makes that beautiful edge, but it keeps your cowl from, because I don't attach it. Now you can if you want to. Let's bring that up just a bit. Okay, so what it will do is it keeps your cowl from falling all the way down inside. So it's not attached. And the reason for that is I wanted her to be able to pull it up out of there and make um, more of a snood for herself if she wanted mm -hmm. to undouble it. So far, she's had a hat on and didn't want to undouble it because it was so cozy. <laughs> but what that seam up here will do for you is not only it looks pretty, not only does it look pretty, but um, this would have a tendency to fall right out of the bottom and it doesn't that seam helps and you'll get to style this um, how you like and you'll get to wear it however you like but that's what she wanted she didn't want this attached and that really made sense mm -hmm. so the other thing is is you have a rolled rim on both edges and this cowl is over 26 inches long right right and that just lends itself we thought to the rolling tides coming in mm -hmm. or you know going out whatever you want to do there and so that's basically our winter tides cowl but what I thought I would do is just take hers real quick and show you all my little ball of leftover <laughs> Sasia here I love Lola so much <laughs> and A I love lot this of people cowl. Did. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't really need to make yourself it's almost like you're going to do a chain, but what did you tell me this is? I didn't even know what this was. I just it's, did it. Well, it's more of a slip stitch. Right. Okay. So this is a slip stitch in crochet. And what I did is I just went to the next row um, underneath here. Let's see. Does it show up? It really... Does it even show up on the other side? I don't Not think so. Really. Not really. It doesn't really show up on the other side, but right in there, you can see on that side... There is, um, there is a different stitch underneath here that will help you know exactly where to put your tides. Now you can sit and measure your tides if you want to, but I didn't want to, and I wanted to make something <laughs> <laughs> when I did this cowl. Um, I wanted to make something that would make it easy for my crochet stitches to be attached, but you can attach this anywhere. So I'm going to show you how to do that. The first thing you're going to do 
Yeah, I'm going to zoom in again a little bit. Okay. And turn just a bit. Okay, there we go. You're going to take your crochet hook in the size appropriate for your yarn. Mm -hmm. And you're going to go up underneath. There's a stitch right there that had been knitted. That had been knit, mm -hmm. however you want to say it. And don't worry if there's a sequin there. Just pull this through. Okay? Yep. Leave your tail. It definitely does not need to be that long, but it's there. And I recommend that you don't leave it that long. Lola is leaving me. <laughs> <laughs> Since I'm out of here. That's right. Okay. So I recommend that you don't leave it that long so that you don't accidentally grab onto it. In fact, let's just let's just not do that. Because I have been known to knit with the tail and then oh no, I have to knit backwards and go get the real working yarn. You know, that's plenty. You don't need that much. There we go. Are we good in the now we can see in a the shot? Better. Yep. Okay, there so we I, go. I went into that one. Now I'm gonna go find this is how you do this. No matter what stitch you're working with, go find the next stitch in the row. Am I in the exact row? I am. Look yep. at that. That's going to make your stitch. Beautiful. And I'm just going to take the working yarn. I'm going to pull it through both of them. There is my first slip stitch. And you go all the way around the cowl that way. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, I liked designating where that was supposed to go. You'll read it in the pattern and it will help you so that you know where your cro crochet stitches are supposed to go. I might be pulling it through. Yeah, this yarn wants to separate a little bit. I had that trouble on another kind of yarn too. Mm -hmm. But that's just because this yarn has already been used had to say that on our frost knit mitten <laughs> okay so that's what happens if yarns getting used a lot so this isn't actually your normal crochet and I'm not doing this very well here but I am determined we are gonna get it done okay you that means you need to keep your needle I'm glad that happened you need to keep your needle in Oops. your loop sorry are we there still yep giving my sweet camera girl a frustration by moving everything. That's okay. Alright, sorry about that. That's alright. Okay, I want to get that loop through. There, we did it. And now bring it back through. Mm -hmm. And there you have two Beautiful. stitches. See? I'm going to do it again. I bet you guys can do this better than me. Especially if you crochet a lot, which I don't but I can crochet. In fact, it's the first thing I learned to do um, in the fiber arts was crochet. Actually, the first thing I learned to do was feed a baby sh lamb, a <laughs> lamb, a bottle. Yeah, yeah. okay, there's my, there's my loop. The next thing I learned to do when I was only eight years old was I learned to crochet. And so, um, but there you have it. I've done three you see that I've struggled with that a little bit. It's really not that hard. It's just because I don't really crochet. And what you want to do is go in a straight row and make them lay down like that. And then what I did was once I finished the row, I went around and I went to the next row of stitches and mm -hmm. did two rows. 
if you are using a thinner fingering lace weight yarn you will need to decide yourself how many stitches you want how many rows you want to do because your stitches are going to be smaller but that's how I got that done that's awesome okay and so um, you know I want to say something about learning to crochet um, you guys are going to be seeing some changes at Knitters International and one of them is daughter's logo and I, we're going to go over this on the podcast but I wanted to say uh, we are saying goodbye to our first <laughs> logo and the little children uh, knitting a scarf around the world. We loved that logo. You drew that from by hand. I from did, scratch. yes. And we just found all of your uh, all of your <laughs> first attempts at that um, in the sketchbook. It was really fun to look back on that. But um, Knitters International has. Uh, celebrated a first birthday and gone past that time and we didn't yes, even celebrate. I know. And so we talked about how great this would be to go ahead and uh, um, create a new logo. Yeah, give it give it a fresh look. Right. Well, the first the first thing is that when we started, um, we were just remembering back to my childhood, which was um, troubled to say the least. Um, but there, there were dear ladies in my mm-hmm. life who helped settle me down and helped uh, teach me, gave me a skill, and took the time when they really didn't have to. And so th- that was the first thought when we started Knitters International, one of the first thoughts, is to include the children, include children all over the world, because literally somewhere in the world, somebody is doing something with fiber arts 24-7 somewhere in Absolutely. the world. Absolutely. And we really wanted children to have that opportunity to be included with all of the adults. And we wanted uh, to encourage not only the knitting circle, but we wanted to encourage the fiber arts and encourage young people to uh, be involved and to be, you know, if they're showing an interest, to give them that opportunity. And the lady who gave um, me that opportunity was a dear sweet grandmother who gave me a ball of yarn and one of her crochet hooks and she sat me down with her mm-hmm. this was the, this was the most precious thing i can still see the picture today where she sat me down um with her i you know she was in her chair but she let me sit by her <laughs> and she taught me That's how awesome. to crochet a chain mm. and i was um it, it changed my life. It changed my heart. It settled me in ways that I could never imagine. And I know there are many people out there who have started knitting or crocheting for their mental health. There is something about it mm-hmm. that they can't describe and I can't either. But when you give someone uh, a skill and you give them the ability to work and you tell them that they did a good job and all I was doing was doing a chain, this changed my life. For the better and I will forever be grateful to her for uh, teaching me how to crochet at eight years old <laughs> so amazing. I don't always crochet in mm-hmm. fact the only thing we use crochet for are accents right uh, you crochet doilies sometimes mm-hmm. and once in a long while <laughs> yeah, and we do a lot of blankets or afghans as they're called mm-hmm. and so whether you like knit or crochet this is a this is a lot of knitting and a little bit of crochet and yep. I think the two look really beautiful together I love it so that's the winter tights cowl 
And that's a little bit of the story behind it. And um, I just wanted to say, you know, I love the people who actually stood in the gap for me and took the time. And I want to say thank you to them by um, not only with our words, but um, I wouldn't be doing this today if, if she hadn't taught me. Right. And so I really appreciate that. And um, if you have a little one that could really use um, some settling down um, giving them a skill and giving them something to do with their hands. Um, that's amazing. So we went through that for our first year on Knitters International. And you decided, we need a more grown-up logo. Knitters <laughs> International has grown up. And we it has. It's grown yeah. a lot over the years. So. so you'll be seeing those changes. Mm -hmm. And if you look on Instagram, um, on our podcast, and on Ravelry. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of beautiful new things happening, and this was one of them. So, I love it. It's beautiful. Go. The Winter Tides Cowl from Knitters International. Thank you all for joining us here on the Knitters International YouTube channel. If you haven't already, be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notification bell so you get notified every time we upload new episodes. Also, you can join us on Instagram at Knitters International. See you next time.